so today was day, I guess, three in the gym. I just did an episode yesterday. I certainly didn't anticipate being back this early, but wouldn't you know it, but I have more to say. Today was a pretty wacky day for many reasons. Uh, I had some ideas about how I can improve upon my workout, and so I guess I wanted to upload it because I was talking about my plan yesterday, and uh, and I'm up- updating it since then, so I, I thought it was worth mentioning, and um, I guess I just wanted to document a little bit of what's going on. Like I said, it was kind of a weird day because uh, while I was in the while I was working out, I noticed I had a new email, so I went and checked it, and it turned out uh, a friend of mine had passed away, and if if you heard my last episode, you'll know that I've been in kind of a, kind of a bizarre mental place, and emotional place, I guess, because of um, taking myself off of the uh, depression medication that I've been on for the last 10 years. So (laughs) it's pretty frigging crappy to feel like, uh, like you want to weep while you're in the middle of the gym with a bunch of uh, meatheads, I guess, they're nice guys, but they they are basically steroid junkies. Um, but you know what I mean, you know, like it, in, in the best of times you want to, you, it's hard to not have any kind of ego when you're going in the gym and to feel like you want to kind of have that moment to be sad and, and mourn somebody that, that, that is, uh, I don't want to give the impression that he was like my best friend or anything. He was somebody that I met through the union work I've been doing. Uh, I, I, in past episodes, I've mentioned that I work in the union, and and he was kind of the guy that I, or or at least one of the guys that I, I became the closest with in that process. I was a, a representative from Montreal and uh, a funny guy. Uh, didn't always see eye to eye in his personal, he was a bit of a womanizer, you know, and, uh, um, but obviously he, well, I guess it was, uh, he had, um, uh, diabetes and, um, because, and complications with that caused him to die. He's only about 35 years old and, uh, uh, but anyway, it, it kind of strikes you hard tragedy does, especially when you're in an, a bit of a, an emotionally impaired state, I guess. But I, it also kind of made me, it does give you perspective in a weird way. It sounds a bit, bit cliche, but it also made me think, geez, like it, it, it real makes you realize you're mortal. You know what I mean? And that you really don't have a lot of time to waste and you got to make the most of what you have so on that note uh, I wanted to do this and I wanted to kick off my day I've, I've got 
about 15 things that I'm gonna that I'm planning to get done today. Um, now, re regarding my workout, uh, that's another thing that I wanted to address and improve upon. Um, because I guess I've, uh, I think I mentioned in, in the last one that, uh, when you go back to the gym after several months, uh, it's, it's kind of humbling, you know, you've, you've got to relearn movement patterns. You've got to work yourself back up to the weights that you were lifting before. Um, so my approach is going to be actually two pronged, uh, I'm, I'm going to, I think I want to, I want to do like, I want to work up to, uh, hypertrophy type movements. My, my plan as I laid it out yesterday was basically to alternate between kind of strength days and hypertrophy days. But I'm, I think what I'm actually going to do for a little while, I realized that my conditioning needs to be improved. So, uh, and, and this is no, new concept actually Brad Seanfield talks about this uh, in certainly in his book uh, I think it's called Max Muscle if I remember right and and in other places that he he believes in sort of periodization right so you'll do a strength first you do a strength phase and then you do a lactic acid phase where it's kind of building up your conditioning and your um, and then you move on <clears throat> in the last stage to the hypertrophy stage where you're building on those foundations. Uh, personally, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I see the value in periodization, but I also see the downside of, it's like, what are you trying to do? And if your primary goal is hypertrophy, um, like you'll build up strength in the strength phase. And then when you move away from the, that into say a lactic acid phase, then you're kind of you're going to lose some of those strength gains. I mean, that's to be expected. And then, and then you're trying to build on those foundations. But the thing is that your strength foundation won't be quite what it was when you finally eventually get around to the hypertrophy. Now, I, I'm not going to sit here and say I know more than Brad Seanfield because the guy's a brilliant man and he's put a lot of time and effort into his things. <clears throat> Just for me, I've... For me personally, I've found periodizing that way to be the times that I've tried it, I've I've been disappointed with the results. Plus, I, I simply haven't had the this is a more practical thing, I simply haven't had the patience because if my main goal is hypertrophy and I spend, you know, eight weeks doing strength training and then another maybe eight to twelve weeks doing lactic acid training and then so by the time you know you're you're whatever, three, four months into your program, and then finally you get to the training you actually want to do, I simply don't have the patience to do that. Um, and, and I found that what I've done is jump ship mid-program a lot of times. So so while I do think that the, these foundations are important, I'm going to try to, uh, to, to do both of them at the same time. So I'm basically going to be alternating the, uh, the, the high rep days with the low rep heavyweight days, heavier weight, because like I said, I'm still working myself up to that. Um, the goal being thing is for the strength movements, I want to be very careful because in an ideal world, what I would actually do is I do the, the conditioning training first. And the reason is that that allows you to use lighter weights and 
learn the movement patterns, right? And build up that uh, uh, nervous system, uh, brain, muscle, mind, muscle, whatever connection where you're basically, you're, you're feeling the muscle, right? That would be, and, and then from there, move on to the more, the heavier weights where you're taking that foundation of those movement patterns and then now applying it, keeping good form with heavier weights. So what I'm going to do, since my thinking is to do kind of both at the same time, I know it will limit the actual strength gains I get, but uh, what I want to do for the strength movements is a lot of uh, actually isolation work in a sense. I want to do things where I can lock down and where I can get the f- where form won't be a limiting factor basically. And then for the uh, for the lactic acid movement, that's where I'm going to do a lot more of the um, uh, the compound movements, I guess, the ones where form might be a problem. And I'm going to be working towards eventually incorporating those into the more strength training things when I, you know, when I'm, I feel better capable of doing it. Um, so for example, today I did some back movements and so I did like heavy rows, but I did it on a Smith machine. That way I could lock the form in. I could get that. Um, and I'm trying to incorporate some power lifting techniques where essentially what you do is you focus on the, um, the beginning part of the movement. So in order to do that, you've got to have a brief pause at, uh, before starting the movement. So in this case, in the case of rows, it'd be at the bottom, right? Um, and actually this is something, uh, oh, what was his name? I think it was John Meadows suggested this in terms of dumbbell, one arm dumbbell rows. He's, his feeling was that while doing those, you should always have a pause at the bottom. That way you're basically um, you're getting that the benefit of that initial movement right on every single rep rather than you know getting into a pattern of, of, of a rowing motion right and it's something that Ben Pakalski talks about a little bit as well he talks about the importance of um, initiating with the working muscles so you so kind of trying to do both of those things at once initiate make sure it's that my, my lat in that case is doing the movement but on each and every rep, having that opportunity where I pause at the bottom so that I can get that that force at the beginning. So I, I believe that is more of a powerlifting technique, but it's something that I want to incorporate with the strength. And like I said, I'm doing it on the Smith machine right now for those types of movements. <clears throat> that way I'm not, my form isn't sloppy on those heavy things. So I'm hopefully there's less risk of injury and uh, uh, getting more of the benefit. And then... Uh, and then higher reps on the kind of um, uh, the, the free weight movements where I'm doing, as I said before. So anyway, I uh, just wanted to briefly do uh, uh, talk about that. And, uh, and I guess that is it for today.